Welcome back, my minions, to my crime diary. This is Marcus Pena, your brand new host, <clears throat> or not brand, not brand new, um, your host. Five episodes in, actually. We have a very exciting news. For, we have a very, we, <sighs> we have a very exciting. We have a very. It's really like five words. We have me. Aubrey's shy. Okay, anyway, we have Aubrey and Marcus here. Aubrey yeah. is the new co-host. Hi, guys. Crime Diary. She'll be um, joining us hopefully every week if she can be on time. If she and can figure out what she's doing. Obviously, has never done this before. I'll stop talking in third person Obviously, talking in third person. I said I'd stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. I do it when I'm nervous. Okay. So, sorry. <laughs> sorry we took off last week. We were getting everything set up with Aubrey, and we didn't want to continue on without her great assistance here so at the studio. So true, so true. So this week, we have a very exciting case for you. Oh, yes. Molly Watson. Well, the murder of Molly Watson. We have I feel like I'm... Not matching my energy, or I'm not matching your energy. Is that what you're trying to say? not matching my energy. That's what I'm saying. Welcome back, guys. Murder minions. What do you... I, I can't do that. Yeah. Well... I think maybe my vibe is just probably Adderall'd up sometimes, or ADHD'd up, like, so, like, hyper, you know? I just need to talk louder. Oh, am I not talking very loud? Like, okay, Aubrey will do better. Aubrey will do better. Oh, I'll do better, sorry. Also, I'm in my dorm right now, so oh, I've yeah. never done that Aubrey is also in college. Oh, yeah, Aubrey's in as college. As I am I. We went she, to the same high school together. I go to University of... Arkansas. Mm. Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Okay. I'm a freshman. Um, I don't know what else to say. Did I say anything else? Um, she has cats. She I love cats. Lady. I have one cat that's my cat. And then we had another cat that showed up in our backyard. And before we had time to spay her, we're like, yeah, it's spay for girls, right? Yeah. Before we had time for that, she got knocked up and she had three babies. So we still have two of them. So now I have three cats. Now I'm going to be the cat lady. Cool. Okay. Good to so, start. Like we originally said, we have the murder of Molly Watson today for this mm -hmm. week. Okay. Do you want to like start? So or? we can just jump right in. Jump right in. Okay. Perfect. So do you want me to? So once upon no, a time. No, you can like introduce it. You can introduce. Oh, oh yeah. You had your whole little once upon a time script. You go with that. Yeah. Okay. So once upon a time, in a far, far away land, there was a man. Or wait, in Missouri, there was Maybe a man. Maybe don't make it sound like a fairy tale, though. Once upon a time, in a There's dreamy beautiful land, land. There was a beautiful misery. land of misery, and misery. a man was going down the road on August 27th, 20th. And he noticed a August something 27th? Out of place. I thought it was April. I think it was April. April 20th. She was found on August 27th. Might want to clear that one up. <laughs> With okay. A man was going down the road on April 27th, 20th. Now, Aubrey did more research about the front end of this case, so we're going to let her take the reins on this part. Yes. Okay. So it happened in Monroe County, Missouri. Um, it was a Friday night. Yep, Missouri, Missouri. That's a good little thing you did there. It was a Friday night in April 2018. Did I say that? And this guy yeah. named Glenn McSparren 
was driving from his mom's house. Um, it was late at night, and he was driving on this, like, kind of back roadsy gravel road. It was surrounded by woods, um, and they said that there was, like, a brook running through it. It's not incredibly relevant, but... Um, and he came across this, like, car pulled over on the side of the road. If you laugh at me like this the whole time, I will not be able to do it something. I'm sorry. Just, You're cutting out the cussing. I've decided I don't want to cuss. A brook. It's like a river. But like a small, I think. I don't really know what the difference is, but they have them in the Ozarks. They have them in Missouri. Missouri is the Ozarks, as is Arkansas. Oh. Well, I don't know. Don't. Okay. Okay, yeah. anyway. So, anyways, he saw a car pulled over on the side of the road, and um, this he saw this lady lying on the ground, and she had a gunshot wound to the back of her head from close range. <laughs> Don't say pew. <laughs> That's so horrible. <laughs> and so he immediately called 911, and the dispatcher told him to check if there was a pulse on the body and see if... Um, she was still alive and he said that like he already knew that she was very clearly not the victim was um molly watson she she was dead she was dead how old was she do we know she was in her 30s i want to say but i'm not i think she was in her 30s oh it has in your notes she's a 35 year old lady from missouri and let's see if i'm missing anything before i continue okay so after he called the dispatcher and everything, um, eventually the police came on and um, they had basically immediately ruled out that it was a robbery gone wrong um, because I think it was just the, like the uh, aggression of the shot. I could be making that up, but it seemed personal is basically what they were saying. And I don't think anything was stolen either. Um, she was found with her wedding ring on and they also saw in the car that there was a marriage license for her and this man named, hold on, I'm blinking on his name, James, James Addy. Um, and come to find he out. He went by Jim. Oh, he went by Jim. Super important to know that. He went by Jim. Well, I referenced him as Jim the whole time, so. Okay. Also, I might refer to him as Addy or James throughout this, but I'm going to try to be consistent. We'll so try to go Jim, with James. Addy or James, all the same person. Jim or James. We'll just, we'll narrow it to that. Okay. Um, also, their wedding, you know how I said that there was like a wedding ring on and um, they found like a marriage license. Their wedding was... I'm going to... Huh? She, Molly did have a previous marriage before James, but they did sadly get divorced. Um... And she was so <laughs> cutting that out when it did say though the four when we get to james and how he had been married four times i was like hmm, sounds familiar. but um while yeah, she that. was while she was getting in the while she was in the process she learned that she was pregnant and then she oh and her son's I, name is declan okay i didn't write that down so her son declan was born it's a good name yeah it is a good name oh so she had a relationship after her first marriage that um, lasted five years to her childhood friend named Amber Brady. And um, so, oh, yeah, yeah I was they confused. did. Is that a woman? Mm -hmm. I looked her up. Um, yeah, they didn't really explain the whole like bisexual, actually, probably, I guess. Mm -hmm. Anyways, um, but. Stand forward for 2018. It was quite literally. What six years ago? Six years ago. 
Um, but Amber had been quoted saying that she, or according to her, it was um, six years ago. Yeah, twenty-four minus eighteen. Okay, go. So Amber had said that they had begun dating before she, while she, okay, while Molly was still in a relationship with her first husband and. Amber was also in a relationship at the time. So they both started dating when they were both married, as she said. And they were just gal um, pals. pals, but little special oh, gal pals. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> she said that okay. <laughs> while she, while they were still dating, um, Molly had gotten a new job as, I don't know exactly what her job was, but she worked as like in a correctional center. And there was someone working there um, names, named James Addy, who later becomes her fiance. And they spoiler. became, spoiler, but they hit it off, I guess, because Amber caught, she said that she caught them um, at like a motel one time, which made, like she didn't explain that she was like probably spying on them because I don't know how she was just like randomly showing up to a motel, but she caught them and she said that that was quite disheartening. And um, I think she caught them twice, actually, like another time as well. Stop that. Cut. Are you going to say that? <laughs> um, but anyway, she fell in love with him. And you can talk more about James. Okay, so after, once they started dating, they fell in love at very first sight. Wow. And they, and Jason over here was 15 Jason, years older. James. Sorry, James. <laughs> James James was 15 years older than Molly. And had been married four times already, so... Sounds like someone we know. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> no judgment, though. Well, except for judgment, because... I wonder if, that, wonder if that... Um, okay. I wonder if that followed the rule of, like, half your age plus seven. Isn't that, like, what you're allowed to date? I've never heard that before. Societally, half your age plus seven... What's half my age? Oh, so I'm only allowed to date someone three years younger than me. Or two years, technically. I guess. Yeah. Two and a half. But they wouldn't be a lot of mental so. math. Well, yeah, but that's a little, like, yeah. I'm 18. I'd okay. like to clarify so I don't sound like a creep here. You okay, could, what? what? Okay. I think I was going to make a joke, but I don't remember. Okay. Anyway. Yes, he's been married four times, which is a little cray-cray, but, you know. Each their own. No judgment. The news reporters or the investigators or what, but they talked to the wedding planner um, at the time. And um, the wedding planner had said that James was, as she said, quite the opposite of Molly. Like, he was quiet. He didn't show much enthusiasm. And she said that he was kind of just the guy that seemed like he was just, like, along for the ride in their wedding <laughs> or marriage plans. And the family always said, like, he just had bad vibes. Like, he could never look you in the eye. Yeah, so everyone hated him. So they both were madly in love, and they dated for a lot, a long time. They did for seven years before they were finally going to get married. And Molly was very happy that she finally found the man of her dreams, and she wanted to spend the rest of her life with him. I guess she did. But... So, <laughs> that um, was so horrible. I forgot what you said. Did you have that written, written down? No. <laughs> I guess she did. Like, okay, so he, like, even his though his last thing though was like saying to his 
their wedding plan or something. He had said that she had said something about like, how are y'all doing or whatever. And the last thing he said was like, that she was driving y'all crazy. I think. <sighs> God, men. So okay. So also like Aubrey said, the family was also concerned because like they were just getting bad vibes from Jim and um, Molly also paid for like all the trips that they went on together. Like they went to Disney World and Mexico and also, even when they were getting married, they weren't living together at the time. Well, when they so, were like planning their wedding, right? They never they lived never, together. Yeah. I said they never moved in together. But you said even during their marriage, but they never got married. I was well, just like, clarifying. Even planning their wedding, they never got to living together. So, despite the family's worries, in 2018, they decided. They were going to get engaged, and they started planning the wedding of their dreams, which was set for April 29th in 2018. And Molly said she had never been happier, and she was planning on the wedding to be Disney-themed, Disney adult. Yeah, they said it was and, really, like, cute. Wasn't it, like, gold-themed or something? Mm-hmm. Like, and gold and burgundy? Got, like, and she also had... She bought two different wedding dresses because she couldn't decide which one to go with. Yeah, like she did have the um, Disney wedding thing. And her family had said just like a little bit about her that she enjoyed singing. She was she liked making costumes. She posted video diaries on YouTube. I tried to find them. I couldn't find any videos, but she reminded maybe you've got to cut that one out. <laughs> um, or you can just like bleep her name. But you will be cutting out the burp that I just had. Um, anyways, her family said that she was also, she, she was excited, but they said she was nervous for the wedding. Um, like, she was a little bit, I think she was excited about it. But, yeah, I think it was more that she was worried that he had cold feet or, like, he didn't seem super interested. From her family, we get the vibe that, like, they really didn't like uh, James. They said that. You already said that. No, I know. I'm just reiterating okay now we'll get into the juicy juicy details <laughs> maybe don't make it okay. sound like that <laughs> okay so a few weeks before their special day um going back to the wedding planner that aubrey mentioned um molly went up to her and was like yo we need to reduce the people on the guest Just list. like that she said yo and because exactly yeah and the reason why was because Jimmy Boy, his ex-wife. Okay, James. Or James. Jamie Boy mm -hmm. and his ex-wife had been in a horrible car accident. And she was on Oh, wait, I didn't know he was in the car accident with her. No. So Jimmy Boy and his ex-wife had been in a horrible car okay, accident. Okay, Jimmy we'll Boy and his ex-wife. No, Jimmy Boy's... Ex-wife. Jimmy Boy's ex-wife was in a horrible car accident. And she was on life support. And later died. I promise we're not as far as we sound because there's a catch. We won't get there yeah. yet, though. Okay, so she told there. the planner that Jim was having a really hard time with the kids and his son and daughter um, that he had with the ex-wife. Can I interject real quick? I'm so sorry. Was the ex-wife set to be invited to the I don't wedding so. in the first place? Then why would like that matter as far well, as like if, 
cutting well, the like, people down. Well, I guess because, like, the kids... Would the kids not go because suddenly the ex-wife's in a car accident? Well, the kids are the ex-wife's kids. Well, yeah, but aren't they also the soon-to-be husband's kids, James? Well, yeah, but she's dying in the hospital. I don't think they'd want to go to the wedding. Oh, I guess that's true. They're like, that. Yeah, I'm not cussing no, on this. You're not my real mom. And now that their real mom is dead. Dead. That would be bad. They might okay. be a little spiteful. All right. Keep going. Okay. So they were going through a hard time and that they were having to decide pretty quickly if they wanted to take the ex-wife off life support which then would lead to her death. And then a couple weeks before the wedding, Jim, me boy, James, told Molly that they decided to remove her from life support. And he needed to spend a couple days with his kids because they were just having a really stressful time. And, you know, it sounds reasonable in mm -hmm. hindsight. Mm -hmm. So Jim, um, Molly also had a brother named Jim and he thought James was very sussy, Baca. And Marcus. He thought he was very Gross. sus. And he told Molly that she should look up online to see if, like, look up divorce records and see if James was actually getting divorced or if he was being sussy, Baca, and lying. If he was venting. The family said that James couldn't even make eye contact, like, with them. Like, he just gave bad vibes all around. They did not trust him. Sussy and, like, Baca. even, like, up to, like, as they were sending out wedding invitations, they were still, like, kind of nervous for Molly because they did not like this guy. He was a sketchy Sussy dude. Baca. And if y'all look up a picture of this guy, he's got, like, one of those little porn stashes, I think. <laughs> but, he's, but he's, like, a ginger. No offense to gingers. But this guy... Full offense. Full offense. Full offense <laughs> to him to alone. Gingers. Only to this guy. James oh, okay. is bad. Yeah. Okay. Spoiler. Okay, I don't have anything else to say. James is bad. Yep. Hot take. Okay. So, but at the same time that the wife was apparently taking off life support, Molly and her son were moving boxes into Jim's attic. Don't really know how the timing of all this was working out, but we'll get into that later. But so she was moving boxes of her and her son's stuff into Jim's attic. And because they were supposed to move into his house, like right after the wedding. So Which the week just, of their wedding. It, but it just makes me wonder, like, who, why are you marrying someone if you don't even know how they are, like, to live with? I feel like there's a code of an order of things. And that is not one of them from all of my past experience and seeing marriages and all. <laughs> okay. Does your mom know about this? I told her today. But I'm like very I no <laughs> I like way down heard it. But no, you're not sending her it. I will send I will send more. I was like, yeah, she just wants me to help him with this thing. I don't know. I guess. Okay. So Jim and Molly, they went to the local courthouse to get their marriage license and the court later said 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 that he was like very sussy and like i bet you've got to like, stop saying he's weak arms are sweaty i don't know okay no, no, you anyway, don't know the words or you just want to say the next line i don't know the words walls are sweaty there's what is it like 
marinara on his sauce on his something <laughs> what? already. Something, something spaghetti okay, on his sweater already. I feel like I'm not. I'm not making that up. There's something. It's something along those lines. Well, that's staying in. So. Oh, okay. The court also asked, like, when you were getting a marriage license, if he had ever been married before and how the marriage ended. And Oh, and he was all, like, James... weirded up by that. I did actually read that part. <laughs> yeah, and he was all like, what you mean, bro? And well, okay. Then he signed the affidavit that said that he was legally able to marry Molly. Well, what he had said was this. that, like, he was, he was like, don't give me that face. He was like, what, like I don't see how that's relevant here. And isn't this around the same time that we figure out some about Miss Melanie Addy, Miss ex-wife? So they get the marriage license. So then, on April twenty eighth, twenty eighteen, it was the day of Jim's daughter's prom, and she remembered that he came home very late that night. And but she said like everything was kind of normal; that nothing seemed like super out of the ordinary and when she asked why he was coming home so late he was like i was just throwing it back with my friends and throwing it back with his friends and um, these questions i'm actually asking because i don't really know about this but what yeah he was just he was just hanging with the boys boys will be boys yeah because his daughter well, that's was he told his daughter because well and he was home late on her prom night like she was getting, she was at home and then he got home later uh-huh. and then she was like, where have you been? And he was but like, like when boys. was her prom in this? Was her prom after this or before this? I don't know. Well, why was she you home know? on prom night? Maybe I she's boring. You can't put that in there. Okay. She I'm sure she's very nice. cool. Do we know her name? Uh, I think I say it later somewhere in here, sideways. Okay. Continue along. So, they're woken up bright and early the next morning to a (laughs) knock, knock, knock on their door. And so they run down. They're like, the milkman. Wait, wait. You need to provide some clarity. When or who knock? Who is knock, knock, knocking on what door? But who is... The front door. Of what door? Like, Who? Jim's house. And Jim's kids are the one that are hearing these knocking? And his... His... Another person in the house. Do the kids know said other woman is in the house? Yeah, it's their mom. Okay, hold up. I'm so confused. Okay. You're not explaining this well. So, Jim... James gets home and his to his house. Yeah, but you just said Molly doesn't live there. Live at. Okay, does... Is his ex-wife... Oh, is that why Molly doesn't live in the house? Well, I didn't Molly get that doesn't part. know that. Oh. How does she not know that? Does Melanie know that Molly exists? No. How is that working? I don't know. Because is Molly just never going to his house? Why are you getting mad at me? I'm not James. I'm not mad. I'm just curious. What in well, the world take... is that face I just made? Also, well, it's just weird because Molly is actively taking boxes into this house. And so I don't know how she's not crossing paths with any of the kids, any of Melanie or whatever, and how she's not like... Are are we positive Melanie was in the house at the time? Yeah, because she's about to answer. She answers the door to the police. Why are the police there? I'm about to get there. Well, if they're there because the wife died, then the wife isn't putting boxes in. The wife 
Molly was putting boxes in like weeks. I meant Molly. Like okay, well you just said Molly's actively putting boxes in while this is happening. So I'm just clarifying. Well like the time leading up to this knocking on the door, Molly's been putting boxes in the attic. Also, sorry guys if y'all can hear screaming in the background. I do live in a dorm with all girls and there's a function tonight, so I just keep yep. hearing people scream it in the middle of the house. Okay, so the police knock at the door that morning. And who opens the door? <laughs> Boom! The ex-wife, or not ex-wife, the current wife that's not getting divorced and isn't wasn't in a car accident. Or on life support. Or actively yeah. dead. I think he's already said she was dead at this point, right? Yeah. So okay. she later says that she was mind boggled and it made no sense at all and it didn't seem right. This was not my life, Melanie said. But guess what? It was. Okay, I promise I'm not an idiot. Why is she mind boggled? What is she mind boggled about? What I'm about to say, the police tell her. Okay, well, maybe say that first before you say she's mind boggled. This okay, is trial and error over here, guys. That is clear, so, I think. Quite evident. Melanie said, So the police come to the door and they're like, does James Addy live here? And she's like, well, yes, he's in the bedroom. And then they were like, well, his wife was in a car accident or was found dead this morning. And she was oh. like, what? And then she was like, yeah. He was, the police was like, or yeah. The police were like, yeah. Did you not know? And so, But she's like, introducing herself as his wife? Okay. Well, no, she's... She's, she's just answering the door. She was just answering the door, and then the police were like, "What are you doing?" Assuming about? that, well, why? Oh, well, I guess they are technically married because of the. I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. How you can't legally get married again if you're actively already married, right? I think it's just like a. Are Pretty you sure that was like a thing that no. happened in Friends, that like, well, Phoebe's married, and Rachel got married to Reed, or not Reed. Who am I thinking of Reed? I don't know. Rachel got married to Ross, you know? And so then, like, oh, like yeah, when they were drunk way. in, like, Las Vegas. Well, yeah, maybe and that was married, just like, TV or different states, different laws. I don't know. Friends is very real to me. They must okay. have been realistic. Okay. So later, Melanie says, I don't know if anything is clear to the audience of what just happened in the last, like, 10 minutes of this audio. Here, can I do a quick recap? Just to clarify yeah. everything. Quick recap. Okay, guys. So, because Marcus is just such an awful explainer. Just kidding. He's not. Okay, so, basically, Molly, the future victim, she was, again, not living in James's house at the time. They're living separately, planning on moving in after the wedding. So, Molly is, like, bringing boxes over to James' house. We don't exactly know why. Presumably because she's eventually going to be moving in. She has been bringing boxes in. So then weeks later, we find out, you know, the girl that has supposed to have been in a car accident and then on life support and then died, as in James's ex-wife, is actually none of those things. He, She is his current wife. She is not dead and has not been in a car accident and is actively living in James's house. So... One day, like weeks after Molly has been bringing in boxes, it's around the same time period, um, it is Melanie, 
quote unquote ex wife with James's two James's and hers two kids living at the house. They get a knock on the door. She goes down to get it. I think James is do we know where James is at the time? He's like off at work or something. We don't know. He's not there. I assume he's sleeping because it's very it's early. Oh, JK, it's early in the morning, so maybe James is still sleeping in the house. Regardless, they get a knock on knock on the door and it's the police saying that his wife, quote unquote, as they say, has been um like in a car accident and or not a car accident, I'm sorry, that she got shot and shot. died. Like and this is Molly they're talking about. And remember, she had a wedding ring on when they found her and the marriage license in her car, so like by all accounts to them, she is his active wife. So then it's all scrambled because Melanie's sitting here like, no, actually, I'm his wife. And she doesn't know about Molly. And yeah, basically, that's where we're at now. Insane. Good job. Okay. Mm -hmm. Melanie said that she never suspected that like anything was wrong with James and never would have thought he had like this completely different life going on at the same quiet quote unquote time but she said he would get off work usually around 3 p.m and then he'd get home around five and she said and she remember he's that. a correctional officer at this time right yeah at their like local police or jail mm -hmm. i guess or prison correctional center something something to that effect and she would always ask why would you late and why are you late and then he would just start an argument and she didn't she said that she like wouldn't want to get into it so she would just like not ask questions she'd like concede to whatever yeah. it's always the women's so, job to just shut up and go to the kitchen making a sandwich it's really do we know what melanie did for a living but yeah okay. melanie recalls that her and james melanie Melanie recalls that James had recently gone on a trip to Florida on a business quit trip on business a quote trip. unquote, quote unquote business trip. Oh, that's so good. Please start saying quote unquote instead of start quote end quote, because that actually gave me a little bit of a brain and aneurysm because you did it like four times in like four minutes. Anyways, peace, love. Okay. So in reality, he wasn't on a business trip, but he was with molly and she recalls him going to mexico with his friends but guess what friends quote unquote. with molly but he told her he told melanie that the trip was so nice to mexico that he took her on the same exact trip like they went to the really same just, resort and the people working there were like hmm, perhaps or maybe you got like a polygamous. coupon yeah maybe you got like a buy one get one free trip a little bogo thing you know i've never heard the phrase bogo said out loud until like a week ago and i've heard it about three times since then or many many listeners so james goes into questioning with the police and melanie starts like looking through boxes in the house because she's like i need something to us i need to find the missing piece in this puzzle what is my life <laughs> but she doesn't find anything she doesn't find anything that would explain why her husband of 23 years was had been having this completely different life. And so she went, like in the garage, she went all the places where they kept like boxes and she never could find anything. Melanie but, never found Molly's boxes that she was bringing in or were they James boxes? 
James's boxes. Or Molly's, but I'm, I'm about to get there. Okay, well, you just said she never found anything, so you kind of made it sound she like it. didn't find anything. Done deal. But then, last resort, she's like, maybe the, maybe there's something in the attic. I feel like I would so look Melanie, there first. No offense to Melanie, but like, duh. I feel like many people would have figured this out before she did. Yeah, but just like, who's just having like boxes lying around their house? They're generally in the, the attic. It's like the ultimate, like, junk drawer but it's the junk attic junk room that was some really so good she goes into the attic and then what does she find all the boxes that molly and her son had been moving in to their house because they were planning on moving in just you know a couple days from now and she like opens them up and there's like photo albums of all the trips that they've been on and it just she pretty much just like because keep in mind, this was a seven-year-long... Like, they did it for seven years before they got married, right? Yeah. Or, like, they were... Before he Molly. proposed. Yeah. To Molly. Yeah. So, dang. Someone spoiled in the beginning. The police matched the tire tracks that were found at the crime scene to James's car. And... But that's not enough to, like, target demographic right now. Okay. <laughs> but... So, they bring him into questioning... Um, because obviously the first suspect's always the husband or the boyfriend. And so they found that he had a secondary phone and that's what he would use to talk to Molly on and police track down, um, a You should add little and, like sound bites, like throughout it. Like you should play the two phones. Okay. So the witness that found Molly or... They found a witness that was parked on the same road when Molly was murdered. Don't know why they didn't report it, but the witness, a hundred, like a hundred percent, ID Jim James as the man that was with Molly. Yeah, and didn't and they also found like didn't uh, what's his name? Sorry, um, the guy that originally found him, Glenn McSparren. He said that there were two cars on the scene. I think it mentioned that in like one article I read, but not the other. Okay. Continue. Okay. So there was also a t-shirt found near the crime scene of Molly's body. True. And her blood was on it. And it was part... This part. Okay, so the ex this is a little extra messed up for our viewers out there. Okay. So the shirt that was actually found near Molly's body, um, it was identified by James's daughter, Emma. Because she was the one that actually made that T-shirt that was found. Ugh. So anyway, police. Anyway, police. They searched Molly's phone. They searched Molly's phone. They searched Molly's phone as well. <laughs> You're gonna think you have like several personalities. And they found out that she was actually searching Melanie. That I'm quite sure of. I lost where I was. I really don't know what you were even talking about, to be honest with you. You said something about Melly, Melanie Addy. Oh yeah, Molly was Molly was searching. Once they found, once the police found Molly's phone, they found out that she was actually searching for Melanie Addy's obituary. Because remember, she, Jim. Oh, James so she was like suspect about it. Yeah, she was like James is sus. Sus I saw what? Him sus, sus, sussy what? Baca and <laughs> because remember, James told Molly that. 
Melanie had been taken off life support and was yeah, yeah, yeah. dead as I a do doorknob. Recall. I do recall. So finally, ballistics determined that the gun and ammunition belonged to Jim. And it was consistent with what he had in his home and what killed Molly or what the murder weapon was. True. But there wasn't any evidence on the gun that matched to Molly. And there was no DNA on the t-shirt that was found. It was just confirmed to be his from his daughter. And this was in, wait, this was in Molly's car they found this? Or outside of the car? Outside. Okay. I wonder if that would, like, hold up on court, though. Like, just the, like, if there's no, like, DNA evidence. Well, I don't think so. Well, he gets convicted anyway, guys. Not to spoil Why anything. Why tell them that? Well, okay. Emily, Emily Emily decided to file for a divorce, shockingly. As she should. A week after all this started happening. (laughs) And she later said that he was a pretty selfish person and he could be controlling and intimidating. And she also said that she believed that he was 100% guilty, despite his insistence that he was innocent and didn't commit the murder. And even his own daughter, Emma, said that she believed that her father was guilty of murder. Well, I mean, how can you not? Wait, so how many kids, real quick, are there between... There's Molly's son. Molly's son, uh, Declan. And then I don't know about James's kids as much. James had... Two. We don't know the boy's name. Terrible researcher you are. Just to soak that in real quick. Okay, continue. Or not. Don't, don't continue. Okay, so now. Flash forward. Oh my god. That was a little bit like ear. Ear what? Ear sexual assault. I'm I don't know about that, that one. S- I don't, know. I don't the, think that can go in. I'm going to make that the sign off for each of our episodes. Just so you go, ear sexual assault. I feel like that's not that bad. I've always wondered. It's like, just do, funny. Like when I came here, when I said ear rape for the first time, I was like, is that like offensive? I guess probably. Ear murder, perhaps, would be less offensive, oddly. Ear torture. Ear pain. I guess torture would be better. Cause but I don't like the word murder torture. Would be it makes me uncomfortable. Desensitizing. I don't want to desensitize any of the murderers' victims. But torture is okay to desensitize? Marcus, is that what you're saying? I feel like that has Torture doesn't matter. Like torture definitely happens. Most, like, killers. Like many a killers torture their victims, and like many isn't killers. that like in uh, like a military tactic? I don't know. I'm very educated, guys. Torture. I think is a military tactic. It has been at least in the past. I know that much. Like not like officially. But, okay. Like, have you three ever seen Criminal Minds? Flash forward three years to the day that Molly was murdered. James stood trial in court for the murder of Molly Watson. Three days to the. What do you mean three, three days? Years. To the day. Okay. Yeah. Trial. yeah. Okay. So on April 26, 2021 was the first day of his defense. And it, they really narrowed in on the fact that the infidelity doesn't make someone a murderer. And it's not illegal. Which is true, because if that were the case, then Molly would also be, not to speak anything but highly of her, but she didn't have the best track record there. Because we'll remember... Cut that out. Okay, well, well, it's true. She did cheat on her first husband with that five-year relationship, and then she cheated on the five-year relationship of with Amber with 
uh, what's James. his face? James. Yeah, that's true. And, but the jury was also shown tons of pictures of Molly's body and they actually listened mm. to the 911 call from the man that reported Glenn. the murder. McSparron. Good old Glenn. And they also showed the jury all the wedding supplies that Molly had been buying and various photo albums that I guess just to like show the everyone was looking forward to the wedding. But James, he wasn't. Well, he's not going to say that. Well, he's not going to say whether he was or was not looking forward to it. Was not. That's true. That would be pretty guiltifying on his end. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So the next day, um, Melanie took trial. I mean, took stand. So the next day, Melanie took stand at the trial of James, and she told the jury that Against James. Yeah, against James. And told the jury that she had zero idea that her husband was involved in this seven-year relationship. And their daughter also testified that he got home between 7 and 10 p.m. that night. Molly was murdered between... Autopsy showed that she was murdered between 7 and 8 p.m. Oh, so he got home, like, right after? Yeah. Yeah, because Glenn and also did say it was dark when he found the body. We don't know exactly. I don't know exactly when he found it, though. Found. And then Emma also testified that the T-shirt was her father's and she made it for him. But the defense mm-hmm. was like, well, that doesn't mean that he killed her. But, well, it means she, he was there. And what if otherwise he was there? Well, maybe and it flew just, there. Like, just flew on its own. Maybe it like, got tied to a balloon and floated over there. And then it was like popped yeah. right there and then just like happened to be there. That's exactly. true. That sounds reasonable. And the planner also test the wedding planner also testified against James and said that um He was sketch. Melanie. Well, the wedding planner also testified against James and said that Molly had told her that James's ex wife had recently died in a car crash and which wasn't true, but like she's corroborating. Corroborating? Corroborating? Corroborating. I think it's corroborating, yeah. right? Corroborating. <laughs> what did Molly what Molly had been telling people? Yeah. Oh wait, no. The ballistics was presented and it connected it said that the twenty two al twenty two caliber gun that James had matched the bullet that was used to kill Molly. Oh, okay. So and I guess like police fu- searched his house and had found that gun. Correct. Yeah, but he was also a correctional officer, so he had a gun. Mm, that's true, and there's probably like a special gun that correctional officers use. Well, that doesn't mean that the op- right. like the gun that. Well, I don't think correctional officers do carry guns. I don't know. Two jail inmates testified Holy. against James and said that James told them, "I put someone's face down in a ditch while he was serving time in jail before his bail was." Um, like before they actually, yeah. Like on, I forget what it's called, but like whatever, you get the point. Okay. They said that. And so the third, the third day of trial, nothing really happened, and the prosecution and def- defense both rested their case against Jim James, and he also declined to take the stand in the trial. So, the prosecution really went in on James and said that he 
threw Molly away like a piece of garbage and that his motive was to clearly cover up his very in-depth double life that he was trying to continue on. And they presented the theory that Molly learned the truth about James and his marriage and that she couldn't find any evidence online of Melanie's obituary and that she confronted him. And then that he later shot her in the head and chose his wife over his fiance. Who also ended up testifying against him. He really didn't plan that one out real well. Mm -hmm. By the way, Sarah, so on the I'm exact, almost done. Sorry. So on the exact day, Jim and Molly would have had their third and third wedding anniversary. The jury found James guilty of first degree murder and armed criminal action. And he was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole for the murder charge. And then an additional 20 years served for the armed criminal action charge. And wasn't it like three life sentences or did I make that up? I thought it was like three life sentences or something. No, he just got charged with three something. Oh, okay. But, but is he spending life? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Plus 20 years. Yeah, he rotten there. <laughs> and so even today, he claims that he was innocent and he's hopeful to um, appeal his conviction. And the prosecutors gave a statement following the sentencing and said, justice had been served today. James Addy will never be released from prison in the state of Missouri. His accident destroyed two families, the family of his victim, Molly Watson, and his own. While nothing can bring Miss Watson back to her family who loved her very much, society can send the strong message that violent crime will not be tolerated. Murderers will face prosecution and justice. Wait, is there and anything else to... Um... Really, the only thing left is Molly's son, during the impact statements, he said, he told James, you took one of the most important people in my life away from me. She was an amazing, smart, beautiful person. And that's the story. May she rest in of peace? Molly Watson. <sighs> so, guys, that was our very first episode with Aubrey. If only there was a thumbs down button. I think there is, actually. Or you could just like I don't know. not listen. But anyway, guys, I need you to go smash that like button, smash that subscribe button. You need to go right now to Apple, Google, Spotify, Pandora, all of the Spotify platforms that you listen on. You mean all of the podcasts? Was she said. Yeah, it's really okay. Sorry, he's yelling at you. But anyway, we'll see y'all next week. Which we haven't decided yet, but we will. And that's it. Wow, what a sleigh. I know. <laughs>